0: Welcome back to Bat Rankings, where we come for Batman.
1: But there was no Anthony.
0: No Anthony. I'm <laughs> your head scientist, Ben Creighton, with me as always. I don't even want to do this. I know, but you know, there was almost well, we'll 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 get into it. There was there was one mook in particular that had a very similar character design, and I'm looking at him, but no, he didn't have the heart. Fine. Fine. I'm Kenny Wendorsky. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: we just witnessed fear of victory. We
0: did uh, the return of Scarecrow now with his new character design. Now I I kind of like this design better. Yeah, I so that that first one, nothing to fear. They reran that a lot more when I was a kid. Yeah, and so that's the design that I'm used to. I think I like that design better just because it's what I'm used to. Right. I think. So what's different about this design? He's got, like, the shaggy straw-like hair, Mm -hmm. and he's got the hat, right? Is the Uh, hat
1: new? And his lower jaw is kind of like it's uh, an underbite with some jagged teeth. teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I
0: think it is a a scarier design. Yes. Yeah,
1: he kind of looked like
0: like one of those lollipop ghosts that you you made in in elementary school in his
1: old design. It's weird that they redesigned him so quickly on I wonder if it was a show note from the first episode or if the animation studio just decided to do something different it's weird but they they kept it for the remainder of this version now he does get a third redesign when everybody got a redesign yeah
0: and as I recall that design I I really like and I did not care for most of the redesigns
1: yes uh it's towards the end of the Batman animated series when it was moved to the WB they basically from the ground up kind of redesigned everybody. Yeah. More darker colors, the sky became red instead of blue. Yep. More more
0: streamlined, easier to animate, and it also brought it into brought it in line with the style of the Superman animated series yes. which was running by
1: then. And I'm not hundred percent sure on this, but I think it was done digitally digitally as opposed to what is hand drawn on cells here. I could be wrong on that. I could yeah. be wrong on well,
0: that. When we get there, I'll, I'll try and do some actual research if, <laughs> uh, if a certain someone doesn't get in my way. <laughs> but it, that would have been around the time when lots of shows were making that transition. Yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, this is still hand-drawn cell animation. And we open up on Gotham State University. Yep. Not the community college, not GCC, not the Christian school, but the university. Yep. Gotham Messenger Service pulls (laughs) up, and (laughs) so we'd thought uh, last time that we only ever see Jonathan Crane in his civilian identity once. Turns out that's not entirely true. Nope. This is Jonathan Crane just with a mustache, It might have been a fake mustache, but I like to think that he has actually grown a mustache (laughs) since the last episode.
1: He is very, almost like a Dick Tracy character, like a blank face. You never see lips or anything like that. He's wearing glasses. Yep, dark glasses and
0: a fedora. And yeah, knocks on the dorm room door of one Dick Grayson with a telegram for his roommate, Brian Rogers, who is a a university football star. I believe he's their quarterback. Yep. And I, I was happy to see a dorm room that looks like a dorm room (laughs) that, you you know, on TV, everybody's, you know, friends are in these lavish apartments that would cost, you know, thousands of dollars a month in, in New York, you know, yeah, more than a mortgage on a good sized house, <laughs> other places. This looks like, yeah, this is a one room dorm shared by two college students. I appreciated that.
1: That's right because you did do that. That was yeah. your your life there for freshman year at NAU. You were the dorm guy.
0: Yeah, I had uh had uh what two years of dorm living before getting uh an apartment which was yeah, very small uh at least had my own bedroom by that point not that it did me much good uh
1: (laughs) i found it interesting that dick chose to do this uh he wanted to live on campus instead of live with uh bruce so interesting interesting
0: yeah i mean it it gives us uh probably for the purposes of the show it gives us a good reason anytime robin is not around for for these adventures because he hasn't been around in a while i'm trying to think when's the last time we saw him uh, it was Christmas with the Joker I think I think you're right yeah, yeah so quite a long time but yeah we can just assume oh well he was busy with his studies yeah but here he is he's up back in the mix so they get this telegram which just has a mysterious apparently message from a fan but both of them pick it up with their bare hands uh, and we are also seeing newsreel footage they're they're watching a sports program on the TV. With a, a blooper, a blooper show showing various different athletes being overcome by panic and losing their games. Yeah. And everybody is treating this as a big joke. Oh, all these athletes are scared. Yeah. What's wrong, McFly? Chicken? Seriously, this is weird and actually concerning. But haha, <laughs> it's a wacky joke time. It's
1: part of bloopers.
0: Yep, it's blooper time. <laughs> And we go from here to the next big football game. Your sports team
1: is vastly inferior.
0: Brian is is sweating and seeming very nervous and uncertain. And eventually, as he's you know getting ready to to chuck that ball, he sees the oncoming linebackers and hallucinates them into big scary monsters. Yep. suck attack.
1: They're monsters. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did look like that, didn't a little, they? A little bit. Come on up and space jam, everybody. <laughs> so, that's a movie, by the way, kids. <laughs> uh, with a sequel coming out. Pretty oh, soon. God. Is that really happening? I thought I, that I, was.
0: Pretty sure that's happening. Alrighty. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I, I feel like that's uh, might as well try to make a sequel to Hammerman in the Year of Our Lord well, 2019. I mean,
1: look, uh, they brought Independence Day back, and look, saying, how yeah, look how successful that, that was. Yeah. yeah, great, yay! <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, Dick Grayson jumps onto the field. That's a big no-no in any professional sport, but he did it. And yeah, he's uh,
0: concerned about his friend, and they mm-hmm. they take him to the infirmary. And we cut to Batman and Robin on patrol. Robin's you know, just sharing his concerns with Batman.
1: And Batman's kind of like, well, professional athlete. Uh, the yeah, pressure he, got to him.
0: Yeah, my, you know, it happens. And they're interrupted by... They come upon some jewel thieves. Yes. <laughs> and this was one one of the jewel thieves is a, a bigger, broader-shouldered, red-haired gentleman. And I'm thinking, could it be Anthony? It's not, though. It's not. The it's voice not. is different. And he doesn't have the heart. Nope. Nope. I... Now these guys they're not, they're not bad. as as Mooks go, they uh, so, you know, Batman and Robin are, are climbing up to stop them. They're way up on the skyscraper and they're back grappling up there. These guys are like chucking pieces of masonry, yep. crowbarring, like big bricks and and stonework down on them. Like they've got some guts if nothing else. Yeah. So, I'm 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 going to say a strong 350 each on the Anthony. I'm here. okay with that. I'm going to yeah. Thumbs up. Yeah, it's you know
1: pretty good, but you know. <laughs> uh, but uh, that's when the uh, Robin starts seeing the the uh, the room spinning. Not the room, but uh, yeah. he's looking down, and the heights just trigger something in him.
0: Yep, and he's and this is we we haven't found this out yet. But if you follow the Batman mythos, you know that Dick Grayson. Of the Flying Graysons, he is a trained acrobat from childhood. Yeah. So it is very surprising and concerning to him that he should suddenly feel this fear of
1: heights. And uh, it, Batman uh, basically falls. Uh, yep. There's They're checking, like, gargoyles at him. We are
0: gargoyles.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a cool scene. A lot of good perspective in the shots. It mm-hmm. makes you really feel the height. Yeah. Uh, and... But uh, Batman is, is needing Robin's help, and Robin is, has, is just frozen up. He can't do anything. Yep. And finally, I believe they have to let the crooks go. Batman manages to save them both, but does not apprehend the crooks. But he's able to get the both of them to safety. And this is when they're sitting in in Dick's uh, dorm room, just talking things over. And this is when Batman notices the telegram which he picks it up with his gloved hand this time and notices some powder rubbing off. Yep. And this was this was years before, speaking of something that happened when I was in college, the the anthrax scare. That's
1: right. I forgot about that. Yeah. How could I forget? I said I'd never forget. <laughs> yeah, right around this time, it was, you know, uh, you and I, same age, same yeah. age group. But yeah, there was a genuine fear of the male.
0: Yeah. But... In, in any case, uh, Batman, Batman is apparently cool, not just with abduct, abducting humans and uh, and conducting torturous interrogations on them. <laughs> he is cool with animal testing of potentially toxic substances. So, yeah, he's... because he in the bat cave exposes a cat to this mysterious powder and learns that it doesn't take effect immediately. But as soon as you you have adrenaline, if you're in a stressful or exciting situation, that's when this fear toxin takes effect and this cat is acting scared of a mouse.
1: Yeah. I wonder if Selena Kyle would have uh, approved would, of that. Would <laughs> not, I, I made that in my notes. Yes. Catwoman would not approve. <laughs> yes.
0: So, hmm. Some, some shaky ethical ground there, Batman. Yeah. The farther we go. Yeah. I don't know, man. Couldn't have just looked into a microscope? Nope. or Not used for this magic? one. Nope. Word, On the other hand, that's some good, like, actual detective work instead of just letting the computer do everything.
1: And he adopted a cat. It's, he had quite a few cats. That's right. So, you know, that's good on him for that. I guess,
0: although these cats are apparently just... <laughs> Chilling in these tiny cages at all times. Yeah.
1: It makes you wonder what other chemicals he's like, I found this Joker had this.
0: Yeah. Let's see if, <laughs> yeah. see if this cat uh, develops a big wide smile, bring me fluffles, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alfred bring forth. Yeah. Fluffles. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I guess we could cut to the, um, so at, at this point, uh, Batman has
0: figured out, okay, Fear Toxin, I know who's behind this, but just to be sure, he goes to Arkham Asylum, where Jonathan Crane, the Scarecrow, is supposed to be, but we find... We're not sure
1: how exactly this went down, but the guard is covering for him, clearly. I I think he paid him off. I think Crane paid him off, because he's not scared. I mean, he's scared he's going to get caught, but he's not, like, terrified of... Yeah, it doesn't seem like he's been dosed with with fear toxin.
0: But Batman walks through. We get some cameos from Joker, Poison Ivy, and Two-Face. Yep. And Batman finds that in the cell, where Jonathan Crane is supposed to be, there is a... Literal scarecrow made of straw, yeah. sitting in a mechanical rocking chair to fool casual inspection. How long this has been working? We don't know. Yeah, these <laughs> these inmates in an asylum. Does he not get visited by a therapist? Is the therapist in on the scam? What is going on know. here?
1: But it's long enough that uh, you know scarecrow's been hitting the uh, the bookies. Uh yep. he he's uh like cashing in on all of these you know, I guess capers.
0: Yep, and the bookie is getting real suspicious because Scarecrow, he is not, you know, mixing in some loses in with his wins nope. to make it appear less suspicious. He is just raking in gangster stacks of cash every time.
1: I'm out there making fat stacks, fat stacks. Twenty eight
0: thousand dollars. Yep. And the bookie sends a thug after him to see how he knows, to rough him up a little bit. Now, this counts as a higher goon. It, uh, he does. He's got a red hat. And, you know, I would I would give this guy maybe 400 on the Anthony meter. I'm okay with that. He's He's got some personality to him.
1: Yeah. He hmm. uh, corners Jonathan in uh, the horse yeah, uh, stable, stable.
0: Which apparently is where he's hanging out, jacking yeah. up basically a homeless man at this point as far as yes. we can tell he's got twenty eight thousand dollars at this point but hiding out in an abandoned horse race stable
1: okay uh, yeah uh he gets he, cornered he's got to get
0: all that straw from somewhere
1: right that's maybe that's where he got it from <laughs> you might be onto something yeah hey. uh he basically taps the note onto hired goon yep hired goon reads it just says boo what's yep.
0: the deal with that but he's gotten dosed with the fear toxin and he sees scarecrow at this point revealing his new character design drops his disguise well drops his outer disguise yes and within he is in his scarecrow getup, which then morphs into an even scarier face as we see from the mooks the red-headed mooks perspective he starts to hallucinate right and we cut to so this is a very simple story i i can really feel them struggling to fill 22 minutes here because we cut to Batman meeting with Commissioner Gordon, who he's had a real good run the last few episodes of being actually intelligent and useful. He is dumb as a brick in this episode. <laughs> what could be the connection behind this this bookies goon acting really scared and a bunch of athletes acting really scared? <laughs> what are you talking about? And Batman has to spell it out for yep. him. And even he seems impatient with Gordon. He says, put two and two
1: together, commissioner.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: and then we cut to Robin, who's trying to fight through the sphere toxin. He's doing a little uh, walk across the bat cave.
0: Yeah. This narrow stone bridge in the bat cave and he slips and almost falls to his I assume demise unless there's a net down there that we don't see. They ain't no net, you know that. Yeah. <laughs> Batman catches him and talks him into, "Come on, you've got to power through this. We're gonna go, gonna go bring the scarecrow in. You can be, you know, my extra pair of eyes." And Robin's like, "No, I'm useless to you until we find an antidote or get a handle on this, or hopefully it'll wear off." And I gotta say, I'm with Robin on this one. Well. He's been poisoned, man. <laughs> Let him sit this... He just sat out the last, geez, 15 episodes? Right. Let him take a
1: night off, Batman. Don't I, be a dick. I. I right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they get in the Batmobile. Batman says, I'll drive real slow. Yeah. Which is, I made me laugh. I like that. Yeah,
0: well, they get to this football game where some other football player who we're, we're assuming is the next the next target... It turns out we're assuming correctly. Yep. Uh, Batman and Robin are casing the place. Robin sees Scarecrow pass, conveniently tears off his mask for just long enough for Robin to be able to see him. And he's taken a different tack this time. He's dusted the quarterback's helmet instead of handing him a telegram.
1: And we cut to the football game. Boys,
0: boys, team. Boys will Quarterback's having a great game. Yeah, doing fine because Robin was too scared to confront Scarecrow, but is able to keep it together enough to—I'm not sure—clean out the helmet. I think he switched it, helmets. Or, yeah, switch him yeah. with a different one. Regardless, the quarterback did not get dosed. Having a hell of a game. Yeah, Scarecrow watching from up in the up in the rafters is not happy with this. Why Scarecrow stuck around to watch the game from up there? Who knows how (laughs) Batman knew he would do this and found him up there. Who knows? It's the third act. Things always get way easier for Batman in in the third act, I'm noticing. Now he
1: corners Scarecrow, but Scarecrow has a vial of the the dust and says that he's going to drop it if you don't let him go. Uh, Fight ensues. Some light bulbs are used to smash Batman, and it barely nicks the the test tube with the chemical, which falls down, and luckily Robin overcomes his fear and grabs it swings off and the crowd is
0: saved. Yep. And yeah, we get we get a, a cute little thing where the announcer is making the football plays. Oh, it's a fumble. Yep. Oh, what a recovery which of course also applies to the action with Robin. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. I and liked it. Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> the episode ends with Robin's roommate having gotten over apparently the fear toxin just wears off after a while. He's been signed to to a professional football career which we've been informed earlier in the episode means he can help out his his parents financially and put his little sister through college. Yep. It's a happy ending. Yep.
1: Mm. And
0: that is fear of victory. That's fear of victory. Kenny, did this episode hold up?
1: Yeah. It was okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it's but uh I thought it was you know, it, it felt like they were padding out a lot of like they didn't have quite
0: enough story, not quite enough interest. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. There are a couple of cute little scenes. There's one when Batman and Robin are foiling the jewel thieves. Mm-hmm. Batman accidentally swings into some lady's apartment and she flirts with him for yeah, a second. Yeah. That, that was a cute, funny scene. There's one where Batman is stocking out the locker room and a an innocent telegram delivery person knocks on the door and Batman gives him a scare.
1: All I did was double park. I'll move it. I swear.
0: (laughs) That was really cute. So scenes like that are, if they're padding, they're fun padding. Other scenes like the one with Gordon are just like, okay, yeah, move along with
1: it. This is doing nothing for us. I feel like it's a perfectly good episode. Yeah. Um it's not going to be super memorable. Remember how we said it's it felt like a movie. There mm-hmm. was an episode we were like, "Oh, it's and you said, "Yeah, these are like mini movies. This felt like an episode. Didn't feel like a movie." Yeah. But uh yeah, perfectly yeah. digestible. Uh, um yeah.
0: pretty pretty strictly formula. Yeah. I, I think the high point might have been the with the scene with the Jewel Thieves, just because there were some good shots, good perspectives, yeah. good cinematography. Everything else was serviceable at best. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's find out just how serviceable it is. All right. Let's pull out the science machine. Yeah. Lab coat's on. Lab coat's on. Pants is off. Pants is off. We've got a list of... 21 episodes. Ready? Two-Face, See No Evil, Cat in the Claw, Beware the Grey Ghost, Heart of Ice, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favor, Feet of Clay, Vendetta, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear, Odd Leather Wings, Christmas with the Joker, POV, Prophecy of Doom, Be a Clown, It's Never Too Late, The Underdwellers, Hammer Man, Nobody's Perfect, and I've Got Batman in My Basement. Yes! You did it! You didn't black out or anything! It's gonna get harder and harder every time. (laughs) Is this episode better or worse than? RN Jesus, go! Number four, Beware the Grey Ghost. Nope. Worse. We're, gray, We're gray, and you <laughs> That was easy. Thank yeah. you, R and Jesus. Yeah, I don't I don't feel like well, we thanks. need to go too far <laughs> yeah. into that one to justify that decision. I feel like it's pretty self-evident. Uh, how much Adam West was in this episode? Uh, there was none. There was none? Well, worse than Beware yeah, the Grey Ghost you go. then. <laughs> Is this episode Fear of Victory better or worse than number 13 on Leather Wings? Ah, uh, yeah, worse.
1: Yeah,
0: I They're both pretty simplistic, but On Leather Wings was had some very pretty animation. Yes. And some better atmosphere. Yeah, I agree. All right, moving right along just just Going right through it here. Is this episode better or worse than number 21? I've got Batman in my basement. It is better. It is better. (laughs) (laughs) I was occasionally bored in this episode, but I never wished death on any of the ostensible protagonists.
1: No, I, yeah, this episode, it's perfectly forgettable, but also not cringeworthy. Yep. Yeah. Agreed.
0: Alright. Is this episode Fear of Victory better or worse than number 17 be a clown? That one's a little closer, because on the one hand, be a clown could be cringe On the other hand, it's got Mark Hamill yucking it up. Yes. And that's that's always fun for entertainment value. Yeah. Uh, you know, I kind of think this one's better. Huh. I, I, I feel like it's close. I think I would call this one a little worse, but let's let's get into it with some science okay. here. Let's try and try and sort through this.
1: I think you have a uh, this is a caper. It's, yeah. it's such a I, he just wants money, yeah. and I like that he's a villain. Who just wants money so that he can buy chemicals yep. for more evil things. It's stupid. yeah it's not in, genius, but in, clown in fact his his whole scheme, I don't think
0: you need a Batman to foil this scheme. I think that the police were were made stupider than they usually <laughs> are because otherwise, I think Gordon on a good day could have handled this one.
1: yeah. I, yeah, I think be a clown is it's fun at the end, but to get to that point, you have to sit through a lot of just kind of boring, boring moments. Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of the problem with both of these. Cause I thought this one could be pretty boring too. Uh, well, maybe it's the juxtaposition of both football and you know, like gambling. I think the theme overall works very well. And I like the fact that the villain is being a cartoonishly bad villain. I, you know,
0: usually I don't like that when you take a villain that had motivation and just reduce them to, I don't know, I want money. Yeah. I think for Jonathan Crane, I think it makes sense here though, because in the last episode, he was not motivated by money at all. Yeah. He wanted revenge. He wanted to burn the money. He had a successful business. Yes. But by this episode, presumably his, his assets have been seized... But by God, he wants to keep doing science. Yes. You got to spend money to do science when you're doing it with chemicals. Yeah. I mean, even I had to buy these microphones that we're working on. And if I told you what I had to do (laughs) to get that money, uh, it wouldn't look good. No. (laughs) There's a seedy underbelly to science sometimes. So, okay. I've... I I will give it to fear of victory. All right, on that slim margin. Sweet. All right, so that was "Be a Clown" number seventeen. Is this episode better or worse than number fourteen, "Christmas with the Joker"? No. No. Yeah, "Christmas with the Joker" has a has the fun factor that I would put above this one. All right, getting getting close to it now. Is fear of victory better or worse than number fifteen? POV. That's a
1: tough one. I'm gonna. Uh, s- I think this one's slightly better. Hmm.
0: I was gonna say slightly worse, and usually you and I come. Yeah. come, come the opposite on POV, but. I think POV was at least trying for something.
1: Right. And I think I would give it the edge just for ambition. Yeah. But I think this one overall, the, the it's a pretty solid, like you said, this one's pretty easy. Pretty yeah. easy caper.
0: All right. I, I mean, I'm not going to fight too hard for POV.
1: I can just, just by virtue of... I think POV has better animation, better lighting... Yeah. Um but I think the storyline is just kind of a bunch of Yeah, it's kind of segmented. A mess. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a mess.
0: Yeah, and this one at least it had some some good funny asides. Yeah. So, it's no Ron Perlman with a drill. No, but uh, yeah, I think I can I think I can see my way to giving this one the edge. Yes. So, so that would make Fear of Victory, our new number 15, just behind Christmas with the Joker, and just ahead of POV. All right.
1: Okay, full disclosure, we're not that great, but nevertheless, you
0: suck. All right. Let's see what we're going to be ranking next week. Next week we have the Clock King. Oh, okay. This one's very memorable. I do remember this. Yes, I, I remember liking this one a lot. This has <laughs> a very, a very unique and interesting villain who I think only shows up one more time.
1: Um, I can remember that other time. It was like a, a machine that froze people in time. Yeah, I.
0: And that's that's later in the run. Yes, and I've seen most of those episodes only once a piece. The Clock King got rerun a bunch of times, and I remember every time, you know, every week they were rerunning these just in random order. Yeah, and you never knew what you were gonna get until. The theme song was done and that title card came up. When it came up and it was The Clock King, I was like, okay, all right, I'm yeah, good with
1: this. I can eat a bag of Doritos and drink. Yeah, yeah my, my uh, Jolt Cola and watch this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we'll see next week whether that lives up to our memories. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks
1: find you on the internet? You can find me at Weiske TV on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can find me at, at HBI2K on Twitter or
0: twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton you can always find us at anchor.fm slash bat rankings but for a limited time only if you log on to anchor.fm slash bat rankings slash message we've got a little promotion going on right now you can leave us a maximum one minute voicemail and what we would like to ask everybody in the audience to do is watch any episode that you can get a hold of that you can find yes of the Lost 90s classic, Hammerman. Yes. Give us a little science report on what happens to you physiologically, mentally, emotionally,
1: while you watch this. Yeah. Did you lose sleep? Or yep. did you sleep like uh, you were in the most comfortable bed ever? Did, Maybe. Your, did your brain
0: seize up? Did you find yourself in a coma? Did your eyes roll back? Please, please, everybody, make sure that somebody knows where you are and what you are doing. Yes. Well, watching Hammerman.
1: Yeah, have have somebody around you just in case. I don't know. You might faint. Yeah. You might not. I don't know.
0: Yeah, just make sure to to drink plenty of liquids both before and after. Rehydrate. Yes. Uh, if you just keep some salty snacks around, it's a uh-huh. lot like going on a long hike, right? You know, just right. just make sure use the buddy system,
1: <laughs> and let us know what, what you thought. Yes, what you thought, what you
0: felt. And if we can get at least three people to do this, we will play your voicemails <laughs> on the show to share your science with the rest of the group. And if, if you do that, if at least three people do that, we will subject ourselves to another episode of Hammerman. This time with a brainwave scanner on our brains so that we can measure the physiological effects against a
1: control of watching an episode of Batman the same way. It's because this show is all about science. Yes. So by God, we are going to test yes. and and check and our results will be shown. Yep. We will share those results with you and I will be interested to find those results. I'm kind of scared.
0: Yeah. I, we, there's it, no way of... It's all been subjective as of our last experiment. And subjective results can, can yield something interesting. Yeah. But it's no...
1: It's no substitute for hard numbers. Exactly. Uh, We're going to get those numbers. (laughs) So you could be a part of bat rankings. So please, please, uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right. Well, we'll see you next week for the Clock King.
0: I had a good time. Did you have a good
1: time? I had a very good time there, Ben. All right. We'll do it again next week. (laughs) Bye.